Welcome to the Dr. Nikki Star Show, a podcast to support you in your spiritual awakening and personal development. As a spiritual teacher, healer, and intuitive coach, my intention is to empower you to live your ultimate potential and your ultimate life. As a former medical doctor and mystic, my role is to bridge the gap between science and spirituality to support you in understanding more of your multidimensional aspects. I share on a diverse range of topics and it's all to support your greatest becoming. My mission is to continue reaching millions of people for the healing and awakening of humankind for the creation of the new earth. Thank you for being here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dr. Nikki Star Show. I am your host, Dr. Nikki Star, and we are still in the season of love and relationships. And today we are going to be talking about spiritual partnerships or spiritual relationships and how they differ from just regular relationships. So as you know, I am a spiritual teacher, a spiritual guide, and really the foundation of all of my work, even my business coaching work, is seated in our spirituality on the premise that we are spiritual beings that come to earth to evolve our soul. And in doing that, we are here to live our ultimate potential. We are here to create an incredible life, what I call our ultimate life, which means literally everything that you can think of that is amazing on all levels from love to life, to business, to leisure, to family, to where you live, how you live, what you do, how you share your gifts with the world. Everything is meant to be epic. And we come into form as if we are a piece of the creator and we come into form into this physical body. And then we're given a blank canvas on what to create. And we can create any way we desire. And it's such a beautiful process. Now, when you awaken to the fact that you're a spiritual being and you awaken to the fact that you have a unique blueprint that you are here to share with the world, and it's like you took the pill, now you're out of the matrix, right? And when that happens, life is never the same again. That means everything is sent to you because it serves your spiritual path. That means your relationship can no longer be normal and simple. Everything starts to have meaning. Nothing is by chance. And because of that, it can make things a little bit more complex. Now, be mindful. I didn't say complicated. I said complex. And complex means that it affects the multidimensional aspects of our being. And it is through relationships that we really grow because We are social mammals. We affect each other. We have lived other lives with people in our lives, generally, especially with our family. We oftentimes incarnate multiple lives with our family. We have the most karma with our family members. And then oftentimes with our beloved as well, we have incarnated in other lives and we come back to continue the journey together in this life. And even friends or colleagues and clients, I know with a lot of my clients, we have done this work in other lives before, whether it was in Mayan times or Egyptian times or Atlantis or Lemuria. And so we lived in other civilizations, even as natives, 
or monks. And we, we really did this spiritual work. And now we come back in these modern times, which, you know, I've also feel like I've lived in the future. So this doesn't feel so modern. <laughs> Sometimes this time frame really feels quite archaic with just the way things are happening and how the earth is being treated. But we are here to co-create the new paradigm. And so I wanted to share this specific podcast about spiritual partnership because it is meant to support you in feeling better about your relationships if you have found they can sometimes be challenging, especially even at the beginning. So first, let's define spiritual partnership. Spiritual partnership is essentially where you and the other person, whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship or a work partnership, where you both commit to supporting each other's greatest evolution and becoming. So what that means is you don't let each other slide in any way. You are there to hold each other to your highest integrity in every way. And so when that happens in spiritual partnership, you may find that you are processing a lot and you are working through challenges and triggers and you don't just let things slide because it doesn't serve the relationship, nor does it serve either one of you as individuals. And when it comes to your work life, for example, having a spiritual partnership in work allows you both to share your mission with the world in a greater way that honors boundaries that also allows you to step into the greatest integrity because that's how everyone, including those who receive your work, can have the best and greatest experience. Same thing with friendships or spiritual friends, or you could even say there are our spiritual brothers and sisters. We have those relationships where we hold each other to the highest standards. If anything happens in the relationship that doesn't feel quite right, you step up and you share and you say what may be heavy on your heart because you want the relationship to be the best it can be, because you're committed to you and your friend to be your highest self. And anywhere that feels out of alignment or misaligned in any way, that can come from a moment of lack of consciousness, a moment of lack of self-awareness, a moment of forgetfulness, and being each other's sounding boards and each other's guides on your journey to your greatest becoming is what spiritual partnership is all about. Now, these are not our easiest relationships, but these are the relationships that are the most worth it. These relationships are aren't always the most fun, but they are the deepest and the most rewarding. And so when you enter into spiritual partnership, when it comes to your relationship dynamics, for example, you may at first, when you meet, have that experience of like that honeymoon phase where everything seems so perfect and the love is there. And that's the thing that kind of like hooks you in because you feel the sweetness and the yumminess of the connection of that karmic connection, because relationships that are karmic will have that instant attraction and that attraction that keeps you going back for more and more and more. And then at some point when the connection is established, the karma burning begins. So all the things that you both ignite, activate, trigger in each other to support both of your greatest evolution and becoming comes to the surface. 
And so where you might think, well, I don't get it. Relationships are supposed to have this honeymoon phase for the first few years. Yes, maybe in a normal, quote unquote, normal kind of relationship. But in a spiritual partner relationship, the karmas will come up to be burnt first. And right in the beginning, like there's no time to be wasted. There is this illusion of time when we're on our spiritual path. And really, if we're on our spiritual path in the most devoted way, we are here for that exponential growth. We're happy for the quantum leaps. And when we're really committed to our personal development and our spiritual path, there's an aspect of you that's like, come on, universe, bring it. Whatever serves my greatest becoming, whatever serves it in the fastest way, whatever can bring me there with more ease and grace. And sometimes it's not the easiest way, but it can be the fastest way. And so it will be things that are uncomfortable that stir us within, that help us to see the parts of us that are not serving us. And it will be our relationships that will bring that to the surface. Especially if you are a teacher or a guide in some way, you will activate this spiritual partnership basically in everyone you meet. And I know that I'm one of these people. And oftentimes the people I work with are also this. It's like we cannot help it. I know I even think of clients as they start their businesses or expand their businesses and they hire people. All the spiritual development work comes up even within the workspace, even when it is a more platonic type of relationship where they don't even know the person for that long. But Everything is spiritual. Every relationship is spiritual. Every container you find yourself in is a spiritual container that's meant for your greatest evolution and becoming. And especially if you are a spiritual muse, a light, a guide on this planet. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, you are one of these people. I invite you to offer yourself compassion and also to take heed of this great responsibility that you have. Now, the way we don't continue karma into the next life, so ideally we want to clear as much of our karma in this life as possible. So any time you feel a little niggle, you feel where there is not the greatest harmony, you feel where something is out of alignment, it is your ultimate responsibility to speak up, to do the healing and the processing work, to create safe space for communication and processing to happen between you and the other. And this isn't like, okay, let's just like brush that under the rug. Let's not look at it. You know, we just want to have a love and light over here. We do want love and light, but the way we bring in even more love and light is to shed light on the shadows and to shed light on what's not in integrity and to shed light with the most amount of love, kindness, compassion, so that everyone's spiritual growth is served. And it's not like, oh, I have to teach these people a lesson. It's not like that. It's really like I'm here for the highest good of all. I'm here for the co-creation of the new earth and certain behaviors and ways of being no longer serve. And it's like they are being cleared at the door. And that's why immediately upon meeting these triggers and karmas come up. And if you choose to look at them face on with love, 
fierce love and courage and the most compassionate communication, you can enter into a harmonious relationship with anyone. And you can quickly see what is the truth of this relationship. Because sometimes what's very interesting is you will meet someone and there will be some kind of attraction. It could be romantic or just like you want to be near or you feel like you're supposed to co-create with this person. But oftentimes this could be a sign of a karmic connection. And because you are here with spiritual partners from past lives, with spiritual partnerships for this life, not just in romantic relationship, but in all relationships, even like I mentioned with family and friends and business and mission and purpose. And so that desire to be near someone, that attraction to talk to someone, to go to spend more time with them, or you just want to get to know them or know more about them is oftentimes if you feel the attraction, that person is a teacher for you. There is a karmic connection between you both. You either are you have already had some kind of learning path together in another life. And then in this life, you come in to learn, to complete the cycle, to complete whatever unfinished business there is. And the sooner you get to the point, which means the sooner you face what is present for the relationship, the sooner you know what the truth of the relationship is in this life. Because the moment we clear out the karma, we shift into dharma. So then you're able to see, okay, I am meant to co-create with this person. I am meant to go into a relationship with this person. This person is just meant to be a friend. And sometimes it actually just dissolves. The moment the karma is clear, the person is cleared from your life and vice versa. And so that's saying like we have people for a lesson, a season, a lifetime. I feel that really is true when you show up to face the relationship, whatever presents. And it does take courage. It does take your full presence, awareness, attention. And of course, at any time you can just decide this frequency and vibration is not for me. And you complete the karmic cycle in that way, because sometimes by you saying no, and you choosing to end or not even enter into a relationship is what was meant to happen for that karmic energy to be complete. And so spiritual partnerships are so beautiful, but they're demanding. They do require you to show up and communicate and have the hard conversations or what seem like hard conversations, because it might seem like it's not all love and light. And if you're watching the video version, I'm putting quotation marks with my fingers because the things that help us grow are not always the easiest. Sometimes we do have to get uncomfortable. We do have to have uncomfortable conversations. Sometimes we can't even see parts of ourselves, but it is our spiritual partnerships that help us to see these parts of ourselves. And the more loving compassion we can have for ourselves and others while still showing up, while still communicating the truth of our heart, not with any form of blame, but with taking full responsibility for our part in the co-creation and really by acknowledging what's present. And it's so, so beautiful. Now, what I feel really helps relationships of any kind in spiritual partnership is to declare it, to declare 
let's enter into spiritual partnership where I commit to being a mirror to you and you commit to being a mirror to me. And anywhere that I am out of integrity, I invite you to reflect back to me what you see. And same for me, what I see, I will say, just as I will compliment you and raise you up and shine light upon all the aspects of you that are so beautiful and so full of light and joy and the aspects to be celebrated. But just like if there is anything out of integrity or out of harmony, I commit to speaking to that and processing that where I contribute, where you contribute. And so what happens is in the moments where a a processing may be needed, it's less triggering because you know that you're both committed to the relationship being the best it can be. Like I said, regardless if it's romantic or work or family or friend. And it allows for those times where it's like, hey, do you have time to talk? There's something that's on my heart. And you go about it with the intention, my desires for what's for the highest and best good of all, for our greatest becoming as individuals, for us to reach our highest potential as individuals and also as a relationship. And when that's the commitment, it's so much more beautiful and everyone is so much more receptive. Now, there's certain environments where this is a given. If you enter into a work relationship, right? So when I work with my clients, we are absolutely in spiritual partnership. And even that payment shows like, I'm literally paying you to see, to see, to be the eyes, to see my blind spots, to help me in my greatest becoming, Right. And if there's anything that wants to be shared on the client side, we, and there are times, there have been times where certain situations presented that we had to shift agreements, et cetera. And it was such a beautiful opportunity for leadership on both sides. And same thing, if I enter into a relationship with a mentor, it's the same thing. I am expecting that wisdom, that divine guidance, that other perspective so that I can see aspects of myself that maybe I am not awakened to. And sometimes that can be beautiful aspects, expanded aspects. And same thing in romantic relationship, like in my romantic partnership, we're absolutely in spiritual relationship. We do spiritual practice every single day. We are a spiritual partnership. We acknowledge where we're both triggered. We acknowledge how we can show up better. It is now a given of how we communicate with each other, how we go about every day. And it makes the relationship better and better and better. And so even though in the beginning we had that time of a lot of processing and a lot of working through the karma and burning the karma and moments where we didn't think we would come back together, but we did. And all of it was serving moments of break moments of coming back. It was like the karmic fires were burning away aspects of ourself, egoic aspects of ourself that weren't serving. So then we could come into greater divine union to see what is most serving the relationship. How can I see myself through this relationship to show up even better as an even better person, as an even better partner? And the same in all co-creations. That's how we enhance even in community. 
right? So I was a part of spiritual community, different ones for many years. And some of my greatest spiritual growth happened in community. And there was one such practice with my spiritual brothers and sisters that we did where we created like a personal development plan for ourselves. And every person within the community was expected to have that. When you're in spiritual community, you're there for your spiritual growth. And within that, we had to go to everyone and ask, you know, is there anything that you want to reflect back to me about my character, about things that I can work on? And you were invited to go around to the community and ask people without trying to defend yourself, without trying to um, make things right. Or it was just to listen, to receive the mirror of what people said. And if there was a common theme then clearly you're the common denominator. And that was where you could have some kind of goal around your personal development. And it was so beautiful because we were all in spiritual partnership where it was like, I love you. I see you. I want you to evolve into your greatness. And this is what I reflect back to you. And you can take what resonates and leave the rest. And there's no hard feelings and there's no residue or um, judgments. It really is coming from this place of like, we're all committed to our spiritual ascension and our growth. And you'll find that in your family, you might have certain people where there's more of a spiritual resonance, where you can have this kind of dialogue and talk and exchange about what's happening for both of you and offer kind reflection. And what I recommend is create sacred space to do that. You can say and ask permission like, hey, I've noticed some things. Would you like me to share them with you? Or if you are going through a hard time, you can invite the reflection of others of, you know, I'm really committed to my spiritual growth. I notice I'm stuck in in this area of my life. You know, you know a lot about my life. Is there any kind of advice or any reflections that you offer me? In this time, because maybe there's some blind spots I can't see. So it really requires a receptivity, an openness to to what else is present in the field that maybe you can't see. What else is present in the field that maybe you might have some resistance around and vice versa for the other person as well. But in spiritual partnership, it's we're equals. It's never about like, I'm here to teach you something. It's not that. It's literally like seeing that every person is a teacher and a student and you're both so committed to your path and whatever it takes for us to live our ultimate potential in relationship with each other, whatever that relationship is. And like I said, I find the most effective way is to really consciously state it. So right now, if you're in a relationship of any kind, even if it's your best friend, you may want to have a conversation, like a conscious conversation of like, I would really love it if we could really make a pact to be in spiritual partnership, which means that we're really committed to each other's greatest becoming and our own individual greatest becoming, and that I will absolutely show up to the challenging conversations and do so with the most loving, compassionate way, free of judgment. And you can even commit to like meetings. Maybe it's once a month, once a week, once a quarter, once a year. With every person, you'll have a different level of spiritual partnership. 
And it's so beautiful because you'll also see how every spiritual relationship is so different. And if you're in relationship, I romantic relationship, I absolutely recommend that in your romantic relationship, you commit to spiritual partnership. Because when you do cross into the realms of a spiritual practice within your relationship, it goes even deeper. And the level of communication on all levels is enhanced and the depth and the level of respect and the level of admiration enhances too, because you start to see the evolution of you both and also how you relate together begins to evolve too. So I know that for me, when my partner and I really committed to spiritual partnership, where we literally do spiritual practices every day that's when our relationship went to the best place it ever was because we both took on the responsibility of enhanced self-awareness, enhanced consciousness of how we speak to each other, of how we communicate, how we relate to things. And it's one of the things I feel that helps any relationship, whether it's romantic, friendship, family, et cetera, go the distance is when you do enter into that spiritual partnership. So do so consciously. I trust that this podcast serves you to see your relationships in a new light. And in the bonus content, I'm going to share with you a process and a ritual that you can do with whomever you wish to enter into spiritual partnership, where we'll look at your soul contracts together and you can use this and even play it as a guided experience to support you in co-creating even more fruitful spiritual partnerships in your life. So thank you so much for tuning in and being here for this episode, and I will see you inside the bonus content. Thank you for being here, and bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Dr. Nikki Star Show. Please like this podcast and share it with anyone you feel would benefit. Subscribe to the podcast to receive bonus content. And remember, every Monday, the video version goes live on my YouTube channel. Thank you so much for being on the Ascension Path with me and for doing this great work.